Shalom and Bracha once again to Mitzvah of the Week, a division of Parasha Study Plus and a division of Tanakh Study. This week is Parashat Terumah. Parashat Terumah has three mitzvot in it, and one of them is an essential mitzvah to Judaism, something that's always in our tefillot, something that was part of Jewish history, and something that we pine and desire for the future. And every single day it's in our tefillot. It is mitzvah binyan bet ha the mitzvah of building a sanctuary, a uh, temple, mishkan, the temporary mishkan in the times of Moshe and the Bet HaMikdash once we entered the land of Eretz Yisrael uh, for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And uh, we will now delve into this mitzvah, again the mitzvah of binyan bet ha so as we go to our first slide, we see Sefer HaChinuch. This is Mitzvah Tzadiheh. It's Mitzvah 95, Binyan Bet HaBechira. The Mitzvah is positive commandment, Livnot Bait Lashem Hashem. Right, to, to in order to build a bait for the sake of God. Kelomad. Now anytime you see a Kelomad, sensitive reader means Ki'iloamad, as if to say. And if you look at the Sefer HaChinuch inside, you're going to see a lot of literature, a lot, the Sefer HaChinuch goes extremely long to make sure to bring home a very specific but very essential point. This essential point is as follows. sham korbenotenu elav. It's uh, the purpose of this place is that we will be able to sacrifice korbanot Hashem. And that'll also be the place where we come up three times a year, uh, a pilgrimage on Pesach, Shavuot, and Sukkot. The kibbutz kol Israel the koshana, and that'll be the gathering of every of of during these times of year for all Israel every single year. Shene'emad and our parasha the asulim mikdash, and you shall make for me a sanctuary. Vechule, meaning we know the end. Veshach and and I will dwell amongst them. So this also inclu- this mitzvah also includes fashioning all of the kelim, all the vessels in the Beit Hamikdash as well. Kegon such as the menorah, the Vashuhan, the Kelim Kulam, all of the other vessels, table, altar, menorah, you name it, that's under this mitzvah. So the Sefer HaChinuch continues and wants us to make sure that we understand something. Da Beni. I said, my son, my my child, no. Ki kol asher yagia etzel Hashem be'asot b'nei adam kol mitzvotav enenu rak shehafetz Hashem lehetiv lanu. He starts on a very lengthy introduction that everybody should know that all of the mitzvot that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives is to prepare us to accept the goodness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that goodness comes from the Shekhinah, from him himself, and comes from all of the mitzvot in the Torah. And the, the smart person needs to understand that all, the, all of the mitzvot is the tovatenu, is for our good. And when a person rejects mitzvot, they are, they are inheriting, the, inheriting the ultimate evil, the ultimate ra. And that's just very important for us to know, and that HaKadosh Baruch Hu knows uh, the intricate details of a person's thought process and knows a person's desire. Does this person desire to come close to Hashem or not? Does this person think the mitzvot are a burden and that we're actually doing things for God? We're really doing things for ourselves to connect to the good that Hashem wants to bestow upon us. In the next slide, we'll see further why was this so important. So the next two slides, it was very long. So the first slide is in Hebrew and the next is the English translation. The Sefer continues and says, Ume'ata, 
Now that once we've internalized this message and we understand the inyan of mitzvotav baruchu, that why Hakadosh Baruch Hu gave us mitzvot in order for it to benefit us, we now must understand specifically in regards to this mitzvah, kibinyan bait lashem, right? The the building of this temple and this sanctuary for God. It right barach the asotenu ba the ba tefilot the korbanot elav in order for us to be able to pray to him to be able to sacrifice korbanot hakol hachin halevavot laavodatoyit ale all of this is to prepare us prepare our own hearts our own minds for his worship and not that lo mihiyoto sarich l'shevet bet anashim velabo betzel koratam it is not we'll switch to the English for this that you could see it is not that he needs to sit in a house that's made of people that you can come under the shade of their beams. It's not that Hashem needs a physical house. There's a very there's a key fundamental understanding. This mitzvah is not because God needs a home. It it is that we need a place to be able to relate to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, to pray to Him, to sacrifice to Him, to understand our connection and to connect to Him better. And that's all the tovatenu. That is all for our benefit. It's sometimes somebody who hasn't heard this concept. It's a little bit of a different, a difficult concept, but that's very important. And we need to know that it is clear that it's all for the refinement of our character traits, our bodies. That is what this is for. So when we build the the mishkan, we build the mishkan in the, in the midbar, building the built the bet mikdash, and now inshallah bayit shlishi. We need to understand that it is letovatenu. We are building it for us. We are building it for us to be able to enhance our and uh, enhance our prayers, our connection to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and becoming part of Hakadosh Baruch Hu and under uh, 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 unified with Hakadosh Baruch Hu and under understanding that all the mitzvot and all the commandments that he does are for are, are for us. Let's go to the Rambam now in Hilchot Bet HaBechira. This is the opening of Hilchot Bet HaBechira, which again is directly is our is our topic. Mitzvat Asel Asod Bait LaHashem. It is a positive commandment to build a house, a dwelling for Hashem. Muchan liyot makribim vo'akorbanot. It has to be be able, ready to go to sacrifice all of the sacrifices. Ve'chogegim elav shalosh pa'amim b'shana. The Sefer Achinuch took it directly from the Rambam, as he says, and to, for us to 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 rejoice three times a year. Shnei Emar again our parasha ve'asun li'mikdash. It was temporary, the Mishkan of Moshe. Right? Because you did not yet reach the place where you needed to be, which is Eretz Yisrael, where there it would be permanent. Now, why am I bringing this Rambam? Because it's very important to connect this Rambam to his third Shoresh in Sefer HaMitzvot. Why is that important? Because we're paralleling, really, we have Sefer HaMitzvot, Sefer HaChinuch, who, who parallels Rambam in his Sefer HaMitzvot. Now, this mitzvah was also brought down by the Rambam of building Beta Bechira. If you look at when Rambam in his Shorashim, in his fundamentals, his principles of how he how he chose the mitzvot that would be in the count of 613. So Shoresh Gimel says, Rambam did not count mitzvot that did not have the ability to be fulfilled for all generations. The ones that he was able, that he counted as mitzvot that we can always fulfill. 
and you should know that which it says right in Masechet Pakot, Tariag Mitzvot Neemru Lo LeMoshe BeSinai, More Al Hayot Zeha Mispar MeHamitzvot Hanagot LeDorot. And even in Masechet, right? And this is uh, this quote from Masechet Pakot, which tells you that Neemar Lo LeMoshe BeSinai. The Rambam then then interjects and says the fact that this Gemara quotes that that the six thirteen were from. Moshe at Sinai, it says that that has to be for all generations, because we understand all the mitzvot, everything that was at Har Sinai, applies all the time. It's one of the, it's one of the ikarim, that it will not change. So, ah, what does this teach us? This is the million dollar question for us. Okay, Rabbi, great. Mitzvot beta bechira. So let's go. What are we waiting for? Let's build the beta mikdash. Build bayit shilishi. It seems like from the Rambam that that would be totally appropriate. It's a mitzvah that's 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 incumbent upon us all the time in every generation. Not only that we don't have the the Beit Hamikdash now, we still it's 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 on us. This this mitzvah is something that we can fulfill. However, it's not that simple. Masechet Rosh Hashanah. We're not going to go through the whole Gemara, but I put the snippets with the English here also on the slide. Masechet Rosh Hashanah, Daflam Amur Aleph, talks about theoretically what happens if uh, Mashiach were to come on the uh, eve of Pesach. So, what happens? Can we rebuild it on the fifteenth? Are you allowed to build a bit of Mikdash on Yom Tov? What about at night? Uh, a lengthy discourse. Uh, the Rashi and the Tosafot here. They deduce that this is it's extremely important to understand that even though in other places the, this the Gemara contradicts this, they uh, Rashi and Tosafot seem to point out that a person is not allowed to build the Beit Hamikdash by Shlishi. But however, this this when the Gemara is talking about these questions, it's talking about Bayit Sheni, and we understand that Bayit Shlishi is going to come down whole from Shamaim, and which means in a miraculous way, and we need to wait and we need to be patient. So this is a head-to-head battle. It's a very intense one, right? Rambam versus Rashi and Tosafot. The Me'iri comes with the night with some nice kushiot to be able to, uh, nice terutim, excuse me, nice answers, to try to reconcile and say that it could be that Rashi and, uh, and Tosafot, we have answers to what this Gemara was talking about. Maybe the, this Gemara is not halakha l'maseh. Maybe it's talking about what happens and what to answer a Bedin that was to'eh, and they came up with the wrong psak. Be that as it may, the Me'iri tries to reconcile and, and agree with the Rambam that it, it still does apply uh, n- uh, nowadays to build our own Beit HaMikdash. So, w- you know, what are we supposed to do? As we'll see from the final slide uh, as well, it's not so simple. We definitely, uh, we, we, we are so blessed that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us Eretz Israel, Medinat Israel. We're back, we're rebuilding Yerushalayim. Uh, we, you know, we're, we're able to, to go, come and go as we please. The seeds of Geulah are not only planted, but they're definitely sprouting. Uh, the question is, when we look up and we see the Dome of the Rock, we know we have a lot of work to do. So how would we be able to do that? We can't just, you know... Kick the kick the Arabs off uh, Harabait, uh, even though maybe people, some people would want to say it, it's it's our right to do so. Uh, but we need to understand that this is directly connected. If we would delve further into the sources, we do need Hakadosh Baruch Hu to send us not necessarily a sign, but definitely give us even access in this physical world to Har Habayit. It's all through our actions. In order to hasten the arrival of Mashiach and the Geula and build that Beit Hamikdash, it's all based on our actions. And it seems like we're not there yet. Here's Masechet Sanhedrin Daf Sadichet Amud Aleph Amar B Alexandri. He's, he says that Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi, right, Rameh, Rameh means to throw a question. He threw a question. It says, Ketiv in Yeshaya, there, there are two contradictory uh, prophecies. First it says, uh, Be'ata, meaning Be'ata means that 
uh, Mashiach, that the redemption is going to come in its time. And then it also says, Uchtiv Achishna, and it's also written that I will bring it faster, I'll, I'll, I'll hasten it. So that, meaning, if it says Be'ata, means there's a set time, uh, don't don't worry about it, uh, you, you're not to take anything into your own hands, and it's coming when it's coming. Sit back, relax, enjoy the show, whenever it comes, it comes. However, Achishna means that, that, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to bring it fast, meaning it could come sooner than when originally planned, quote-unquote, so there is no set time. So what is it? So the answer is, Zahu Achishna, right? If B'nai Israel merits it, then we're going to be able to bring it faster, and then Mashiach will come sooner, and the, and the Geula process will be expedited, right? Lo Zahu Be'ata, but if we do not have that, uh, if we are not, if we don't have that merit, then it will come beata, which means that it will be at its set time, which only Hakadosh Baruch Hu knows. And again, there's so much work that we have to be done: our unity, our observance, our being, our shalom, lack of uh, of of uh, you know uh, disparaging uh, each other's rabbis, machlokot uh, between different sects of Judaism. Uh, definitely, in my humble opinion, this Gemara speaks to me that we do have a long way to go. We're, we're more in Be'ata. If we were that perfect and we were able to b- build the Beit HaMikdash, then so be it. But it's definitely connected to our actions. Masech um, Berachot, just a couple of other sources here that also uh, brings home this point. This is early on in Shas. Masech Berachot, Davdalid, says, Ad Adonai, Ad Zukanita. And, right, which we say, in, uh, of course, uh, every day in Atifilot, and we say, uh, right, when, when we say in Az Yashir, so what does this mean? So the Gemara says, This is the first entry into Eretz Yisrael during the times of Yahshua. That's going to be the second one following the, uh, the Galut of Bavel. Now we say Mikan Amru Hachamim here from this. Okay, we now split it up into two different Geulot. Mikan Amru Hachamim here, the rabbis teach us. This would have been, it was, meaning, what do you mean? How could you say that Zobi Ashniyat is going to happen after that? So that means in the times of Israel, so fed, we were ready. Gemara concurs and says that Hachamim did say that. We had our chance in the times of Ezra. It was like the, 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 those times of Yehoshua was a glorious time that we could have entered. However, even though everything was ripe for us to return, and we had a, someone like Ezra, which was on such, a, such an amazing level that we can't even fathom such a person, and still our sins uh, kept us out. So definitely, you know, our hearts may be wanting to build the temple. We, we, I think we still have a lot of work to do, and hopefully there's that the Shem that happens sooner than later. Um, just to close with two points. One point is that also another um, sign that shows that we're getting very close to this is Sefer HaChinuch tells us that when will we have the right to rebuild the temple? When the majority of Jews are living in Eretz Israel, And according to some reports, we're there already, that the majority of, of, of Jews uh, in, in the world do live in Eretz Israel. According to other reports, uh, you know, a little, uh, you know, political, you know, what counts as a Jewish person, uh, what counts as somebody who has the host, the lineage, do we count to take into account uh, actual Torah observance? Uh, again, definitely a political topic, not for the scope here, but some opinions say we're not there, but 
again, we're clearly getting close where another five, ten years, uh, there, there will be no safek that we have the majority of people of, of Jews living on the land, in the land of Eretz Israel, which is also uh, an extremely, uh, an extremely encouraging, uh, something, something that is extremely encouraging. And lastly, the Rambam says, in Hilchot Melachim, Yod Bet Bet, here in Hechob and Achim, the Rambam is piggybacking off of a discussion where there's, there's a machloket as to what's going to be the order at the end of days. Are we first going to have Mashiach, then a king is going to be appointed, then it will be the full redemption. Is it full redemption first, followed by Mashiach, then the king, etc.? You know, we don't know. Different opinions. So the Rambam says, we don't know, um, you know, what's going to happen until it happens. These are things that are closed uh, in, uh, uh, to us, and they were not clear from the words of the Nevi'im. And also the sages, they themselves didn't have a set tradition regarding this. Again, these are the words of the Rambam. Again, they could only look in the Pesukim and there are disagreements. There are differences in how to read these verses, how to read these Pesukim, what's going to happen? He says, and he assures you, what's going to come first, what's going to happen next, that's not one of the fundamentals of Judaism. It's not something that you need to understand 100% and that, that, that it, it's a pillar of faith. And a person should not uh, delve into these issues and the Midrashim and how to piece them together because it's beyond our scope. Whenever HaKadosh Baruch Hu lets it happen for us, it will happen. The bottom line, what we need to know is, why is the Mikdash there for us? It's for us to connect to Hashem. God doesn't need it. We need it to be able to connect to HaKadosh Baruch Hu uh, as a way of Musad. We should also use it. All we have nowadays until that day where we have Beit HaMikdash is when we have Mikdash Me'at, which is our Batek Knesset, our shuls. Everybody should be you know, going to shul, of course, in a safe way, but we need our shuls. We need to ha- have a mass exodus return back to our shuls because without it, we can't connect to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's, that's clear from all the sources that we brought and the mitzvot we, that, that I just mentioned. We also need to understand that we have, should have proper decorum in shul, t- treat it the right way, treat, uh, treat our sanctuaries with the ut- utmost respect and understand that the Shekhinah is dwelling in there for us to be able to enhance ourselves and to connect more to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Whenever HaKadosh Baruch Hu brings us that, brings us the Geulah and the Mashiach, we'll be ready to build that, uh, that Mikdash uh, and fulfill the mitzvah of Binyan Beta Bechira. Thank you and Shabbat Shalom until next week.